Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. Adam Ray here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Tour date information uh, this week. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, I'm in Jordan's Landing, Utah at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday, two shows apiece. Come out and see me, baby. Utah, where my people at? Jordan's Landing, Wise Guys Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday, two shows apiece. AdamRayComedy.com for tickets. Brad Williams is going to be at the Stardome in Hoover, Alabama. Uh, Friday and Saturday, get your tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Go see Brad in Alabama this weekend. And uh, and that's the tour date info, man. Right out of the gate. Speaking of right out of the gate, today's guest. Holy shit! Um, workaholics, game over, man. Adam Devine's house party. Countless episodes of comedic television. The guy's directed uh, so much fucking just hits. And his newest hit, a hundred million dollar Netflix comedy, the first of its kind. Uh, is out right now, available for you to stream and enjoy, starring Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. It's called Murder Mystery, and there's no mystery about it, because this movie fucking murders. And yeah, I stayed up all night thinking of that. Uh, I I saw it, Brad saw it, holy shit. I'm sorry, Brad has not seen it. Brad's seen it by the time this comes out, but um, I went to a a private screening uh, for uh, the LA Film School, and... Man, it just delivers. You want a movie to be everything this movie is, and it is. The Sandman delivers. Kyle Nuacek delivers. And that's our guest today, Kyle Nuacek. Um, this episode is, uh, is, uh, is a good one, man. We, uh, we, we talked about the movie at length. Talked about the uh, Wonk Studios Ping Pong Celebrity Tournament that Kyle is uh, starting up on, on his uh, production company's YouTube channel. And, uh, and we just talked a lot of comedy, man. It's a fucking great episode. Kyle's the man. He grows his own pot. If you like workaholics and you like good shit and you like uh, up-and-coming directors that are about to take over the comedy world, then you're going to love this episode. So enjoy the hell out of it and follow Kyle on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Newichek. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for past and present eps. ShopAdamRay.com for all the Adam Ray merch. Uh, I got beanies. I got hats. I got hoodies. Um, Read the Room, my album, is out right now. Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. Go get my album and come see me live, of course. All my tickets and tour dates at adamraycomedy.com, bradwilliamscomedy.com for all of Brad's tour dates. And uh, and shit, I think that's it. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, baby. We got so many apps coming up with Adam Devine, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Green, uh, Pete Lee, uh, stay subscribed comment rate the iTunes uh, page because that helps us climb the charts baby alright now that we've got the tour dates Twitter handles and merch info out of the way sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very very talented and funny and charming Kyle Newichek. 
Well, the weekend's over and it's time to chat about it. It's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down? Eh? So why don't you sit hey. down? Eh? Listen to our dope podcast. Whether lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of day. So come over and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Well, come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. I'm almost out of this particular weed, though. It's sad. It was the first crop that we grew. Um, How many um, crops? How many plants do you have? I only have four right now. But we put a lot of love into four. Yeah. Hopefully each one of them gives us a couple of pounds. Have That's what you, you hope for from each plant, yeah? Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you named them? Because I know, I know Burt Kreischer has named his uh, Venus Serena and then the, and then the, <laughs> and the Kardashian sisters. Oh, so obviously, uh, that's cool. Obviously, the big plan is Chloe. <laughs> yeah. and, How dare you? Uh, <laughs> rude. Yeah. I guess she's not going to be a guest on this podcast now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is it like, is that, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, so this was from 2015. Wow. Yeah. And it's yeah. still good. Still air, airtight seal, all that. Yeah. Airtight. I got this little thing. This is the last like little humidity controller. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you know, that's how you gotta do it. And who says weed doesn't make you productive, mister? I have a movie on Netflix right now. <laughs> that. Yeah. No, hundred yeah, mil. hundred mil. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Murder mystery. Yes, that's right. And, that's uh, right. and take but, away the mystery because it murdered. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kai, I texted you last night and I try to be concise with my like feelings because it was so like, you know, you've done a lot of cool shit. It's only the beginning, I feel. And, uh, but to see a movie of that magnitude, dude, with people like that, and it's like, I know it was coming and uh, when you got it, and it's like, but like to see it real, like I can't even imagine what it was like for you to see it the first time all the way through after you've like kind of separated yourself from the whole experience, right? And can hopefully sit back and like take it in as a movie and, and hopefully have moments of like, holy shit, like, this is fucking, like, I did this? Like, when you were last night <laughs> at the screening answering questions, and one thing I love that you said is, is um, uh, I'm coming out of the booth, is what you used to say, uh, or you, you, is what you say, like, in your yeah. director chair through all your productions, which is from um, What the Hell Happened to Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tollbooth Willie. Tollbooth Willie, mm-hmm. Sandler's uh, comedy album. Yeah. And he goes, it's what I always say, like if I need to get out and there's some chaos going on or people are a little discombobulated, I, I'm like, you know, I'm coming out of the booth and I get up out of my chair and I go check on set what's going down. Yeah. And he said he started to do it and Sandler's sitting next to him and he's like, I'm coming out of the... And then turned and was like, and Sandler's like, Tollbooth Willie. <laughs> and I was like, and that? He proceeded to play a fake saxophone and stick his tongue out. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, dude, he always did. That, that almost made me cry, dude. I, you know what I'm saying? Because like, that That's, was. They say never meet your heroes. I mean, obviously that person was like, okay, maybe never meet your heroes, but certainly direct your heroes. Right, right. Work with your heroes. Why not work with your heroes? That's You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Like, and, but I, yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely. Yeah. Was, that, was that the first moment? On, on set where you're like holy shit 
No, no. <laughs> or I were mean, there multiple I, holy shit moments? There was to... there was a lot of holy shit moments. Yeah. You know, when you're jumping up into this realm mm-hmm. and kind of I call it a realm. It's yeah. like a realm of Hollywood. It that is. I've never seen. I before. mean, <laughs> I mean, because this is your in. For, and forgive me if I'm wrong. I, w- I would say second major motion picture for net for yeah. Netflix or overall. Overall, okay. Second, second movie, number second movie. two. Game Over Man was the first. Game yeah. Over Man was number one. And that and and that's with your boys. <laughs> two totally totally different movies. Yeah, but like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Game Over Man is with your boys, and yep. that and that's yep. you know guys you've been working with for literally years. And, right. and, and but then you have to go into this world where you, you don't have necessarily that safety blanket of like your guys like was that an intimidating factor going like oh wow this is like movie stars well it was like uh yeah i mean there was definitely an intimidation factor but also i had a clear-cut job i wasn't necessarily friends with these people you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. i had i was hired to do a job i felt like i was hired as yeah you know the director to go direct these other actors and yes and and work with all the producers so i kind of knew exactly what my job was and yeah the game doesn't change you're just going to a different team uh, right yeah. coach and, and players and it, it, it almost took away some of like the the complexities of friendship versus working you know what i mean where right. it's like it's we've been working and and being best friends with each other with the dudes for like you know 10 10 years and it was kind of a little bit refreshing because it was like oh this is separation you know that yeah. was a fucking thing that was birthed out of our house yes <laughs> and then put on tv and then exploded into a movie basically but that relationship had been being photographed for so long it was mm-hmm. like whoa but <laughs> but yeah. this one was kind of cool because i was just like hey what's up i'm kyle nice to meet you let's make the best art we can make for this amount of money <laughs> yeah which was, a, which was the most for a netflix comedy right right which is fucking crazy so sandler saw game over man right that's because for people that don't know how <laughs> yeah. you even get go from you know movie to movie and how jobs come along i mean take us through that so it's like yeah that you was, find out about this script or I people find out come about to, the yeah. script some uh my agency sends me the script it's mm-hmm. called murder mystery in parentheses a murder mystery that got omitted from the title at the end but yeah. i always like sure. that part yeah. and it yeah, always made little, me giggle so i was yeah. like all right that's it's tight. very kind of it's very sort of in the realm of of airplane like just like just that absurdist humor but yeah. it's just so funny yeah it was like well this is perfect this yeah. is exactly what the movie's doing it knows what it's doing mm-hmm. and it was written by james vanderbilt and i looked him up and he had written zodiac and oh, okay. this movie called Basic. Not to yeah. be confused with Vanderbeek, yeah. who no, no, saw Zodiac. Yes, yeah. he did. He did. Didn't write it. I think he has a review out there somewhere <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Go to VanderbeekReviews.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, Van, Vanderbeek. <laughs> yeah, but no, James Vanderbilt wrote Zodiac and Basic. And I loved Basic. Yeah. I didn't remember it, but I remember the experience watching with my dad. And I remember the twist was so great. And yeah. I remember just like loving it. I was like, I love this writer. So... And then it was Jen and Adam were already attached. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of read it and went into Netflix and had a strong take because it was about um, a, you know, a couple that go on an adventure. So yeah. I, I needed it to feel like that for everybody else as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to hire you know, the globe. Like, where are they? Who are these people? Where are they from? And let's, let's find the best actors from those areas and make this thing kind of... Right. 
you know, even fun in the fourth wall sense. We're not like hiring people you know. And yeah, you mentioned that last night about not just using like the typical comedy players that are popping up in most big comedies, like to get an international cast that was, you know, relatively newer, especially in a Sandler film, right? That wasn't just the regular guys you you see. No, the mesh is good. good Yeah, yeah. The mesh is like, yeah, it's. It worked. They were all great, man. Now, and a big part of it. It's like you, yeah. all those like players other than Jen and Adam like need to carry their weight to, to keep uh, you know the story and the stakes where they're at. Because it's a it's a it's a genre comedy. I mean, it's an aware genre film. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah, they all have to be true to the genre, and the genre is a little tongue in cheek. You have to be kind of winky when yeah. you're in even in that genre. You do right. Yeah. yeah. People want like, that too. Maybe I did kill him. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what's yeah. up? Oh, I couldn't have darling. Like, okay. Like, you know, it's like a cool yeah. place to be that's yeah. almost funny, but you're, you're using like a critical thinking mind. That's the critical thinking element that's kind of interesting blending that with comedy. Sure. Because you're asking, you know, you're thinking at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And so Sandler saw Game Over Man. And that was basically your oh, audition yeah. for it, yeah? Yeah, and I went to Netflix and I pitched my take and how I wanted to make the movie and be truthful to the genre and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. just, that's what's up. Adam and Jen are going to be the funny people. Everybody else are going to help elevate them. Yeah. And then I guess Sandler saw Game Over Man. I know he did because he wondered about if Adam had a prosthetic on or not. Oh, during, <laughs> during the extended <laughs> long nude scene? Look, I can't uh, remember if it was him or Covert, but they, that was like the first thing. It look, was like, Kyle, I, uh, I, uh, I saw Game Over Man was uh, was uh, very funny. Yeah. Uh, was it his real penis? <laughs> it's like, that's so funny that that was one of the first that's things. cool that that's how Sandman talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coolest, right? <laughs> He's the best. Man. I love that you said that last night, too, that you go, what you see is what you get. Like, just, you know, chill, relatable, b- buckles down yeah. to get the job done. So what does he, does he ask you questions after he sees it, or does he just kind of sign off and go, yeah, this guy could do it? Yeah, so then basically I was in uh, South by Southwest performing with my band, Fade Up, Fade Out by Yep, Rye. yep. And I got a call from the producers talking to me about the film. And then they're like, okay, you're going to get a call from from a number. It's Adam. And then Adam calls me and we just kind of talk about it. I tell him what's up. I'm pacing around in this backyard of Airbnb that we rented. Oh, my God. And Knowing that this call is probably the last call before a choice is made maybe yeah yeah like it, like the decision was i think it was even almost made in not my direction and then it had to come back into wow. my into my court like because and i felt really strongly about doing the the movie mm-hmm. i wanted to say picture right there i yeah. felt really strongly yeah. about doing the picture you know so i like kind of was like this is my i gotta do this movie like i want it bad what, what do you think you did that made it sway back to you I think I just was like very passionate. I think the key to this film for me was like just going back to the core of I want to make movies. Mm -hmm. I want to make movies for as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. And I want, you know, I want people to see it. I want people to take something away from the film, walk out of the theater and be like, yeah, let's do something like that movie. That made me feel good. Yeah. Now, uh, it's Netflix, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, no, it's, it, it's not in the theaters. It's but a movie. Uh, yeah, and, and it's that's one of those debates. Um, yeah, sure. And now, like Steven Spielberg is coming out, being that's like, right. they uh, Netflix movies should not be considered movies, and everyone's like, why is he doing that? And then he announces that he's doing work for the new Apple Netflix knockoff. You're like, oh, that's why. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like you wanted to I, get. I hate to be a naysayer to Mr. Spielberg because yeah. I sure. love him, but like I just can't even approach my career by saying what I've done in the last two movies aren't movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Just because of their distribution. Yeah. That, and in terms that doesn't of make sense. It doesn't how many, make sense. How many people have seen them? How many people enjoyed them? Where people watch them? Like the 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 movie experience isn't what it was five years ago. Yeah. Like, and now now and t, uh, TVs and sound systems have gotten so great that yeah, some people for some films it's a better experience to stay home and just flip on a movie and Look, yeah, have everything totally. Going. There's yeah. totally. I mean, movies like Murder Mystery are definitely movies you need to see on a big screen, you know? And so don't just watch it on your laptop. You can and still enjoy the fuck yeah, out of it. Yeah, you can. But I encourage you not to. You should be Netflix. You can watch the movie Wonder with Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts and the kid with the fucked up face. You yeah. can watch that on a laptop. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. it on a tiny TV on a plane to Hawaii and I bawled my eyes out when I was six Mai Tais. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. So the Emotions rock. <laughs> they do when they're 35,000 feet up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All by myself. <laughs> But this, wow. like, Green Day, Green Day, the secret yeah. song wow. from Dookie. Yeah. That was the first song I heard off that album, by the way. How'd you hear the secret song first? Yeah, because I got, it got played to me. Oh, my buddy tight. was like, "This off, dude." My uh, catalog of music took a minute to get curated. Like, I definitely, I had like <laughs> Angels in the Outfield soundtrack, the Lion King soundtrack, the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Which, it was all in sixth grade, and then which tells you everything you need to know about Adam. Yeah, right and then there. and then uh, <laughs> yeah, Oasis, well, I mean, Champagne, I had, Supernova. I had Oasis. Yes, I had sure. but I, Green Day. I had to get put in front of me, and that song was played first. And I was like, "Who the fuck are these?" I think guys? it's just cool that you heard the secret song first. Yeah, yeah. that's just a great character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remember that's how I rolled, dude. Remember back when you could have secret songs? Now I know you can't really do it anymore. No, you can even try and build like a long song, but everybody's like, "I see this coming." I'm yeah, like, it's like oh, when I lo when when I load it it says the th thing is 16 minutes long right. so all right let me fast forward to like here's some okay. music kind of in the background <laughs> yep that was cool that truly is a sign of the times mm -hmm. do you think you'll ever get to a point where you're going to just have so much power and control where you're going to be like in a certain moment like can we reach out to Green Day and see if they would play, write a song for this scene, for this chase scene or something? Or, you know, like, or, or those types of thoughts, do you feel like distract you from story and other uh, elements of the film that you shouldn't be aware of? Or do you got to wear all those hats and be thinking of all that no, stuff? No, I mean, all that stuff is culturally relevant yeah. and, like, it has a certain audience. So if you are trying to, like, pull an audience in, you have to be aware of that. I think you have to be aware of the world that we're in and what world you're telling the story within, too. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was so fucking good, dude. And I told you off air. I'm saying it on air because I want people <laughs> to see it. The You want to be entertained by a movie like this, right? First and foremost. Yes. You want to be invested in the story and you want the stakes, like we were talking about, to be uh, believable and enough in a comedy to where you're just like, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, but you can you can in 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 another moment lean back and uh, after you've laughed uh, yourself almost off the seat. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And Sandler and Aniston are exactly what you want. They're fucking chemistry is locked and loaded. Uh, you it got really the, is. You got and the best out the, of them, man. And even in the preview, uh, some of the interactions you have, you you, you just get you, like you see them, you go, I know that couple. Yeah. Or God forbid, you are that couple, right? You know what I mean. Yeah, where right. where where you've been married a long time, things have gotten a little stale, and now you're more annoyed by your partner than dude. Anything. Exactly. And if you're that type of 
relationship, mm-hmm. odds are you're going to not even go out to a movie. You're yeah. going to want to be at home right. and watch a flick. Yeah. And so you're putting that on and it's like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Why not? Like, yeah. Let's go. Let's have some fun. What are we doing sitting next to each other then? Yeah. I, I love. So what, so, what, so what you're saying is, is if you're having questions about your marriage, watch Murder Mystery. Yeah. You'll get divorced. And you'll be happier. That's what we're saying. And be I, think, I think that I think that should be on the poster. And then it'll be so not, sad. You'll go back and watch the movie again just yeah. to think of the good times. Yeah. yeah, yeah your yeah. last good times. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not endorsing that. <laughs> So I mean, beep, beep. <laughs> this, this film, man. Uh, I mean, Adam kind of briefly touched about it, where it's the what the largest budget that yeah for a Netflix comedy yeah yeah, and, yeah and it's up there. You can tell, man, too. Like, and you told me last night. I mean, the dude, and here's again the comedy with uh, within the high stakes uh, a- action of it and and suspense. The action scenes were killer. Um, you said it was the first f- movie to get to shoot on the um, Monte Carlo. Yeah, uh, at the Formula One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Formula One are these cars that just go oh, yeah. so fucking that's, fast, that's man. Their only, that's and, the only thing yeah. that they're designed to do. Yeah, they have 300 people. Yeah. 100 are there on site monitoring the car's diagnostic, like running diagnostics on it and stuff. And then 200 people are remote in the country that they're from Yeah, watching the car as well. These things are rocket ships. And Formula One is the sport where, kind of like soccer, where Americans don't know about it, but then you go to any other country, and it's like the most popular thing. It was such a cool thing to like get into their world for a little bit because yeah. I had to. I, I went to Monte Carlo three times. I mean, geez, just that, that sentence alone. <laughs> Leading up to shooting, mm-hmm. and. Every time it was like as they were building around this city, like putting up bleachers, putting up skyboxes, yeah. blocking off seat, off streets, putting up fences. And every time I come back, I'm like, wow, you guys are really going to race fucking cars around these streets. Like, yeah. this is crazy. And not and just I'm any like, cars, the fastest cars. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, they're the fastest. But I, I haven't seen a lot of racing in person, you know? So I was yeah. not at all ready for what I did see because these things are honestly they will shake your whole soul you can be like yeah 11th floor up in you know uh, up in the ritz carlton where they had me up in Oof, dude nice. it was insane ritz carlton <laughs> monte carlo <laughs> yeah fucking who are you now, during dude. the f1 does fucking does i mean is Clooney's co- like can i come over and use your soap yeah i had to do my laundry and it cost two hundred dollars <laughs> Oh, because they use one pair of I had to, my, underwear. Yeah, yeah, just because Fuck. I couldn't find a fucking Dude. napkin, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's that, gotta be that. That's gotta be insane. Where where you're like half expecting like the go, the ghost of Robin Leach to pop out of the toilet and go. Kyle Newichek was staying at his Ritz Carlton in the Monte Carlo, enjoying his Formula One. And you're like, what the fuck is my life, dude? I got to go on the um the the runway when they were starting, mm-hmm. when everybody was, when all the drivers were getting in their cars and yeah. everybody's out there talking and talking to news and stuff. I was out there with a camera shooting one of the characters, and we were the first one to ever do it, and it was like just. It was rad. But How much in an experience like this are you eyes locked on what's happening and another set of eyes kind of being like, I'm looking around, just taking everything in? You know, I think like with something like this, I'm almost like eyes are locked on what's happening. Yeah, I'm not really taking in. I do have like cool videos and stuff oh, of good. like when I'm out in the water of uh, Monte Carlo and I can see three countries and I'm like, I have a shot in the movie that's like 
Monte Carlo, France, and Italy. And it's like, it's just go. all three countries <laughs> in one shot. So I do have those photographed yeah. and I have them in the movie, which is cool. So I can go back and be like, oh yeah, that was so dope. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I guess also the movie is your giant memory of... It kind of is yeah. like a travelogue because those are the locations that I picked and those are the angles that I picked. And those you pick those the, locations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we were, we had to. I had was to. this insane budget... Before you even get attached, were they knowing like, okay, this is this is going to be a big yeah, one? Yeah, they know they okay. know what it is. I was one of the last people to be aboard this. Film. Oh, really? Wouldn't that okay. be great if it was two million? And Kyle was like, I think we need another ninety-eight to go to Monte Carlo. <laughs> like, we're shooting on a soundstage in Glendale. Not with me. <laughs> Not with me. You're not. All right, cool. Pack your bags. You want to do this with? <laughs> there needs to be a bucks? There needs to be a yacht. <laughs> yeah. No, it was already set in stone. I mean, they had already done, like, actually, Happy Madison had already done, like, a little bit of scouting. Like, they Mm -hmm. had gone to Italy once. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had, like, some preliminary pictures. And then, like, I went to work with them, and they lined it all out. We were looking at this map, and he was like, this is Monte Carlo. This is where we got to go. This is the Formula One. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is Italy. We're going to start here on the beach. We're going to go up to Milan, and then we're going to go up to Como. And then, you know. like As in Lake Como? Yeah, yeah. As in Clooney's Como? As in Clooney's. I mean, the chase scene in the movie, you you got Clooney's. Clooney's right there. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Were it's there any... on the street. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Were there any Clooney sightings? <laughs> Does uh, he mean, stop by? Clooney, Clooney, it's almost too close to joke about. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like Adam and Jen went over yeah. to Clooney's house. Of like one did. of the evenings, you know, and just like went over there. And I'm come to set the next day. I'm like, all right, what are we doing? And then I hear him talking like, yeah, I couldn't believe like Clooney. He's so nice. He just made pizzas in his oven. And I'm like, what? You guys just made pizzas? What's yeah. up? That sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> Clooney cheese? What yeah. kind of pizza you make? Yeah. 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 All the questions, you dude. Know, yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. You just want to know everything. Just because I love Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Clooney a Donatello Clooney. guy? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I bet you. I'm a Donatello guy Me through too. and through, man. Me too. I'm all about it. Me too. All about it. That was your main guy, yeah? Heart. Heart. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> was emotions. He rock. was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was I, there, and I, I think that reflects your directorial style. Thank you. I asked Thank you I, this too last night, and I want you to speak more to it because you know you do have such a, a crazy work ethic, and you're so dialed in when you're on a project, and you have a very like you know soft uh, and articulate way of of breaking down what needs to get done and what you see for the for the picture and the story, but also like. You know, I've worked with a handful of directors. You got a real, like, relatable, chill uh, that some people could probably perceive as almost like too laid back style, right? Yeah, yeah. To where they're like, does this guy even know what he's doing? You know, if they don't know you, but then also, then you hear you talk for. 30 seconds about what's happening and you go, Oh no, he knows exactly what the fuck's happening. You know what I'm saying? But, but, um, how do you balance the staying chill and staying you, uh, and bringing that to the set, but then also knowing when to maybe like ramp it up and get a little more like serious. If there's, you know, neat, if if there's just, you know, you need to stay on schedule or you're behind or, or something, you're not getting what you need, you know? I think like, you know, I just know, and I've been on a set for 10 years now under mm-hmm. like high stress environments yeah. where there is like, I know the machine, the first assistant director, the, you know, the director of photography, all how, how and where to push the actors, like the writers, you just got to push everybody. I'm running around mm-hmm. set like a lot where I'm like, okay, video, producers village is all the way over there. Okay. Hold on. 
yeah jamie does this make sense you know the writer like does this make sense is this cool what do you guys think like are you feeling this joke anything that can beat this joke anything that can beat this moment oh that's hella funny (laughs) jen what about maybe doing this you don't want to oh yeah, well, yeah, that's actually funnier. Okay, All great. Right, be right back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, dude. Okay, we're ready. Let's rock. So then, <laughs> damn, man. And that whole time, like, the DP's making a change on the light, because yeah. before that, I'm like, it felt bumpy on the dolly. You know what I mean? Hold on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's a I, I would hate to be in your Fitbit challenge group where you're just like, he's killing it yeah. with his steps this week. What yeah, the fuck yeah. is he doing? At, at, at any point when you're, was there any hesitation when you're like, I've got to go tell Adam Sandler to do this, or I've got to go tell Jennifer Aniston to do this. Was there anything in your head that's like, or not to do oh this? Oh God, yeah, oh yeah, or not, or not to do something. Like, was was I there mean, anything in your head that that made you hesitate? I guess like, no, I don't know that I was like ever hesitant because mm-hmm. we had playback, you know. Sure. So it was kind of like fucking tight, bro. What, what's happening here? Sorry, yeah. Bro. You know what? My uh, 50-year-old like nephew it. is calling me to donate to his football team's um, cool. jersey we'll, things. We'll Take a it. smoke break. We'll it, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should pick it up. Let just see. I'll think about when I hesitated. Mm-hmm. When I got shook. Oh, dang, 15-year-old nephew asking for money and then doesn't pick it up when I call you back? Mm. You, Timmy. <laughs> oh, Timmy. Oh, he's Timmy. Addi- he's addicted to the hub, apparently. Okay. Go. All right. The hub. Oh, yeah. There's the only PH? one hub. The PH well, hub. There's a grub hub, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hub I'm interested in. <laughs> so funny, dude. Completely forgot about their services. <laughs> Use them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't get them mixed up. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. Hey, can I get two dildos with a side of ranch? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. uh, yes. What was it again now? He- uh, hesitation Hesita- on yeah. uh, giving uh, critique notes. and notes. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just you just kind of read it and uh, read the room, read what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Read the relationship, see like how, if something feels a little off, like how to move it. I'm, I'm not like a very specific guy. I speak more like into like... Like after, I, I never will go like after this word, take mm-hmm. another beat and mm. then think about this. Oh, sure. I'll be like, and hey, make that Sandler at, face. Yeah. I'll be yeah. like at this moment, you know, you might be thinking like, holy, what the, and I'll give a major subtext, like major mm. slang subtext. That's kind yeah. of like my directorial style is give them the subtext and then have them kind of find or, and then push them in directions uh, either way, like emotionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's like more of this. Yeah. And oftentimes I try and go more of this rather than less of this because less of this is like implies you did something wrong. So you're giving them notes without being like, you're fucking up, Aniston. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, don't (laughs) do that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that, so that phrase, like, come on, Sandler. Hey, Rachel. Like, that was never done. You're, uh, give me a little more Phoebe on this one. (laughs) No, it it was really like, it was, Really, I was. I, this is the first project where I was <clears throat> only a director. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a producer. Okay. So a lot of the <laughs> making movies on a producerial level is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it sucks mm-hmm. because you're just like dealing with every fire that happens. And on a movie like this, right. fires happen every fucking oh, sure. twenty minutes with, in with different production time zones. this size. And you're just I mean, like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, like what? <clears throat> 
well, like we can't afford to make the design you wanted. We have to slim down the design. It's like, what? We can't get a, a sixth Ferrari out. You know what I mean? We can't get a real Ferrari. We can't, with those kind of things. Like you can't yeah. get this car that you wanted. It's not there. This boat's too small to fit in this fucking harbor. And you're like, oh my God, this boat's too big to fit in the harbor. And it's like yeah. all these logistics were real where it's like you're dealing with oceans and land and you're like how do you fit this here how do sure. we get this boat here that's where we're shooting so that's the producer's job is to really be like on their phone okay. those are typing not feet yeah <laughs> <laughs> got the same thing same noise yeah but they're 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 handling, handling the lo- that the logistics of it right and and, that, and and that's something that you've had to do in the past absolutely and at now- the director's chair i've also had to been like hearing yeah. almost all of the logistical issues Right, because I have a tendency to take those on. Sure, because I'm very, I very much want to know what's happening with the film. Yeah, uh, and yeah, this one I was only directing, so it allowed me to kind of draw a line that I had never drawn before, mm. where I was like, I'm the fucking creative guy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's, and, and, and that's freeing in a way, right? Yeah. It was, it was very freeing. Where I'm like, I. If, you, if I'm talking about something, it means we got to do this because the movie is suffering. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to know that I only give a fuck about that. <laughs> and then so, when I'm off, my family. That's yeah. It, yeah. So, so when they're talking about how, like, the boat is too big to fit in a harbor, you're, you're like, I'm not involved in this. Tell me when you have a boat, and then I'll, I'll figure out how to light it, shoot it, and do, and, and do all that stuff. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. It's like, look, whatever this is what I think right now, but I'm not going to bang my head against the wall because I got to go collaborate with the writers and make right. sure that the story is solid and make sure the characters are solid and make sure we have a cast and stuff like that. So I was taking a really major role. I was I was only really focusing on that. And it was mm-hmm. cool because like putting together an ensemble, I mean, Game Over Man has a hell of an ensemble as well. I'll like, say. It's an amazing ensemble. And you have yeah, you have major celebrities just doing like little bit parts, whether it be Joel McHale or whatever, yeah. like like just coming in just for like, yeah. a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, man. And like this, this one was just on another level because I wasn't aware of a lot of these actors prior to hiring them. Yeah. Like I did not know... I mean, I knew like Luke Evans mm-hmm. from Beauty and the Beast. Sure, like and and he's great, and and I really thought he was. Wait, awesome. he was Gaston, right? Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. shit, that's where. And I just saw him in um, Ma. Yeah, he's in Ma yeah. too. Yeah. Fuck. He's in I Scotty's knew film. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is uh, is good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, man. just a powerful. Uh, presence. And I saw him like uh, he was like singing on some tonight show and he just had such a charisma and like a Mm -hmm. wit and i was like oh man we need this brit named cavendish and he's like just so Mm -hmm. like stunning and like dashing but also like fuck you kind of thing you know and so like he he fit perfectly and then he just ended up coming out man you watch a lot of tapes for uh yeah i watch a lot you know there's such a process of casting where there's a lot of people that are saying like prove to me you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can really be like, prove, like, is this the right person for the role? That it's mm-hmm. like, you end up watching quite a bit of stuff during the process. Like, I might have my mind made up, but other people might not have their minds made up. So in that time, I'm watching to make sure that my mind was, yeah. <laughs> was right, yeah. you know? How much convincing <clears throat> did it take? For uh, to get Eric Griffin into the film, <laughs> this is I would the assume question. none. Let's talk I would about none. Let's talk about sunshine. 
I had seen like Eric in the film in my mind for for like a while. Like mm -hmm. it was like who's gonna play Jimmy? Yeah. And we were like, I think we auditioned a few guys. I can't even remember who it was. But we auditioned a few guys, and it was mm -hmm. like nobody was really clicking. And then I'm looking for like some crossover, you know, because sure. I like to have a trail. Yeah, you like to like have some people go, oh, now like this is another new. I know that yeah. it's yeah. a Kyle Newchek <clears throat> movie. Yeah, and it yeah. was kind of hard to like fit the guys in. I did sure. fit Adam in. Adam's got a frame. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that though. Yeah. But like, sure. But so then An extended penis scene again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be great if it was just that. Yeah. <laughs> in all your movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So Eric was like, uh, he was my guy and I sent him to covert and I sent him to Sandler early on, but I don't think Sandler checked him out really. Mm -hmm. And I sent him to covert covert liked him. That was cool. The other producers like dug him. Like we just sent a clip of his stand up. Yeah. It's like fuck yeah, this is He's Jimmy. just so <clears throat> cartoony and expressive and grounded and yeah. everything you want. And then something happened where some communication chain got broken somewhere and we were like late on hiring Jimmy and we had to fucking hire Jimmy. And so I was like, Whoa, I thought we were good on Jimmy. What's up? Let's get Eric. And so I like hit up Eric and Eric's like, dude, I'm already doing this independent film. And I'm like, what? No, you got to come out to Montreal. You, you like Sandler wants you like now at yeah. this point, Sandler was like, give me Jimmy. Where's Jimmy? I mean, and that's the sequel. It's going to be called Gimme Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And so I had to like call Eric and be like, and be like, dude, you got to, we got to make this work somehow, man. Yeah. You go, let us talk to the other production and see if we can move some things around for you guys and help offset that. And we did. And I Thank think God. that, I think that they, you know, they obviously worked it out. And then sure. Jimmy came up, Eric, Eric flew up and all of a sudden day one, man, it was Sandler and Eric, which was fucking rad. Mm -hmm. because I had a homie right there. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and me and Sandler had been like hanging out for like probably about a week at this point. So we were in, we were in on each other. Like, it's like, mm -hmm. fuck yeah, we're doing this. Nice. And we had been texting for months before, but he was working on his standup. His head was like in oh, his hundred percent fresh standup. Right. So how much, so when you're texting <clears throat> with, uh, with Sandler, what is it? And you're just like, yo, is this so is so fucking good. His hundred percent fresh is the best. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's such a, yeah. it, it, uh, I, I, I He's watched do it one for sure. I watched it thinking like, there's no way it can be as good as everyone is saying it is. Right. And right. then I watched it and that's the, one of the first times ever I had really high expectations and then they were exceeded. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fuck, it is. As it's a, fi as a filmmaker, how did you uh, enjoy it? Just like, you know, because it was shot beautifully in the multiple spots. Oh, yeah. man. He was um, showing me clips oh, cool. throughout the pre-production. Nice. And he would bring me in and like, he brought me in and played the Chris Farley song. And I was like, yeah. that was a very surreal moment because I was like watching Chris Farley. I was watching Adam Sandler sing Chris Farley and he's sitting next to me and I'm seeing it for the first time and I'm remembering when we were in seventh grade and we like had our drama class do a fucking minute of silence for Chris Farley and we were wow. all just like shocked and then I'm like tearing up and I'm next to Sandler and I'm just like oh what is God. going on this is like connected in the coolest way yeah like and it feels good it feels emotional and it feels rad but like yeah like man that he just, wanted to share that with you was a pretty special thing yeah and and i mean it was all so funny and then he shared with me all i saw a lot of stuff that didn't make it into into the movie nice and i was like he was like yeah i'm doing this show tonight pta is dp in it and i was like what 
PTA's DPing because he DPed part of that that uh, the stuff that was shot at um, the El Rey. Yeah. Okay. He like DP'd that stuff and he shot it on film. So I was like in Italy trying to make the movie <laughs> and the same production dude is like, fucking PT wants to shoot the whole thing on film. We can't even find fucking film. <laughs> Who does he think he is? And I'm like, oh man, that's cool. Are you going to do it? He's like, of course we're going to do it. <laughs> that's <laughs> PTA, fucking awesome. You know? I yeah. love that. What, uh, so just having him... Uh, Eric B there was uh, what gives you this just extra sense of it just feels like you know it's a a little bit of comfort it's a little bit of home on day one like it was a real crazy prep and it was like being set off just like hey man what's up like casual you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like it was it's a high stress environment but being able to put off a casual vibe was like it helped having Eric there, you know? And you told me that, <coughs> oh, that and Ian then we, Sandler, like, kind of got... Uh, yeah, well, we we did the shit in Montreal. We went through all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then all of his... We ended up reshooting the beginning. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so then we have to do it all again in yeah. L.A., like, Does you that, know, fucking seven months I later. I think I saw him, actually. He was like, I got to do fucking reshoots. <laughs> Flew me out. Got me get out of some shit. Got to go back. I, you know, it, it is what it is, man. I'm, no, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, oh, yeah. Look at you, Adam, to say, oh, be happy you're doing a movie. My motherfucker, I flew there. They didn't get it. You didn't get it? <laughs> I mean, just Dude. so. So, yeah. So do the, you have to bump the independent film again? Like, hey, guys. Yeah. We're doing reshoots. Right. So. right. No, he was. Uh, we Then we were all sitting around a table, and then Eric was like, Ribbon Sandler because he was Sandler. Eric was talking about his stand up special, right. and like, mm-hmm. and like Sandler was like, Oh, yeah, it's good, it was good. And then Eric kind of caught him in something, and Eric's like, Hold up, you ain't seen my special, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Sandler was like, I, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, I saw commercials. <laughs> and Eric's like, and, and this is like, there's a whole restaurant filled with people, and, and like, everyone's listening. Like that's what happens in those big yeah, scenes. And people get... did see clips. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. To his credit, sure. Eric should fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> Like Sailor did watch clips yeah. and, and he knew his bitch. Sure. Yeah. But Eric <clears throat> says, What was I wearing? <laughs> <laughs> An outfit. And then, yeah, and then Sailor's like, What were you wearing? You were wearing uh he's still riding it. And Eric's like, You didn't watch it. You know, I was wearing a camouflage jacket. And I was like, Camouflage, I knew it. And then it's like everybody's kind of laughing. I'm oh like, what the fuck God. is going on over here? And then they come back and Eric's just like complaining to me. He's like, he didn't watch my special. <laughs> like, what do you want? That is that that is one thing that I That's love. I love and respect about there. Eric Griffin is that he will act the same way around Adam Sandler as he will an extra, as he will the director. Oh, Fucking yeah. Eric is Eric is Eric is Eric. Barack, Barack Obama can walk into to Eric's place and he'd be like, you know you're only the first half black president, right? Like he, like, like he, like he would do down. that shit. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me lay it down for you. It, it, it's madness. And that, and, but hey, once again, that kind of stuff has to make you feel comfortable when you're on a set like that. Cause it's, you, because, because that's the Eric, you know, dude, I spent a decade with that guy. Like yeah. it's, he's such a funny dude and he, he mm-hmm. has grown so much as a performer. Oh, it yeah. was honestly an honor to like put him in the film with Sandler. It was so cool. What did you see? He uh, will have a problem with how much we're talking about him on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. The other cameo, Adam's cameo, is on the airplane, though. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's the Adam and Jamie Demetrio from Game Over Man because basically Jen wanders into first class. Yeah. And you see uh, somebody's watching Game Over Man mm. on their <laughs> on their screen. So <laughs> why not? That's so one of those great, things where dude. you go, why not? Well, yeah, totally. I was yeah. like, this is cool. Like, I can cement this into this movie. Fuck Let's go. Yes. Like, yeah. Why? Uh, now, you didn't want to um, Hitchcock it up and put yourself uh, in anywhere? I mean, think I, about that. I, yeah, I think about it every once in a while. This one, it was so big. Scope was so big. Yeah. I was like, nah. Just maybe be the guy that did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. just kind of wanted to be like uh, the director. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we, that's why I didn't do Game Over Man either. It's yeah. Like, right. I just want to direct. You know, I'm not. With uh, yeah. with uh, like with the size of this film, what was the biggest challenge that you had on set? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the biggest challenge was probably just moving around the globe. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how many different countries? France. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Well, hold on. Well, there's America. Sure. Yeah. America, as we like <laughs> America. to call it here. Um, Canada. Sure. So that's Montreal. Mm-hmm. And then didn't use it, France. <laughs> and then <laughs> France because Monte Carlo is like a province right. just below France. Okay, Italy, Lake Lake Como, Lake Como, Milan, and the Liguria coast, Dang. which got taken out by a tidal wave. Recently? No, right after we shot. Jesus, like the dock that they drive on in yeah. the movie. It's yeah. it's all like kind of it's it got washed up, man, by some big old waves. Wow, was there ever a discussion like, are we going to piss off some people by putting this stuff in the movie that for a place that now lo- no, no longer? No, no. Exists, I mean, or? I think it's like cool because nice tribute. Yeah, I think it's cool because we got to photograph it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you worked? Uh, the the car scene is insane. Have you worked with kind of expensive cars before and stunt in stunt driving like well, that? Not really. I mean, I did. Uh, you know, the car chase is something. Uh, Blake <laughs> Blake uh, Durs came to the premiere, and mm-hmm. afterwards, Blake was like, "I've always wanted to see that car chase because in Workaholics, it's we some would like, shit. In Workaholics, we would talk about doing a car chase like that. You yeah. know what I mean? We would talk about like. Wasn't the there one chase. with them jumping out of uh, the back of a, a van, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's absolutely, I shot it, I made it. Yeah. It was a cool sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not a car chase like the car chase in the movie. Yes, right. The car chase in the movie is a chase done properly, and it was like a chase where I had time, mm-hmm. had money, had creativity, had the right forces. Gary Powell is the second unit director on the film, and he's the guy who did uh, James Bond. Oh, okay. Um, um, Casino Royale, the parkour chase. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. And he did all of them after that. He actually did like every Bond. So like all the chases in Bond, he's he's done them. And so, you've got that guy. So I've got that guy. You're in, in good hands. Yeah, in You're a comedy. In and so yeah. I just have to make sure that the beats are there and proper. Sure. And also, what can you pull off for this like I know nothing about action at this right. scope. If if you think you can do it, let's go, and yeah. I'll then we'll talk about it. If I get too much, let me know. Because that because that's such a specific skill. I mean, you can go in there and be like, "Here's some things I want to do," but then there might be some drivers that just go, yeah, "That that cars don't do that." <laughs> right, right. And you kind of leave it in their hands. They're yeah. getting like you know rally car racers and like the best racers mm-hmm. in Europe to come and like. And right. like, you know, jump over shit and like crash through stuff. And, yeah. And we pieced it out. And so I was just trying to interface. That's also a big moment in the script where Jen and Adam like have their like, I love you kind of like, yeah. this is 
this is great. Like yeah. everything, no matter what happens, this was dope. Right. Okay. And then it's, it's great. So that moment comes through in the car chase. So that mm-hmm. was like kind of hard to, to, to balance on a pre-production and production level where yeah. it's like, okay, I have to have so many people understand the exact, the exact specific beats of this. Right. Because they're shooting out on Lake Como, like going around the lake at high speeds. And I am with Jen and Adam in a soundstage, mm-hmm. getting them to match oh, what wow. they did. And it's basically like a two or three week process Yeah, with one crew working underneath when I'm shooting something else. And then we meet up and I put them in it on the blue screen and stuff. That's an insane thing. And that was cool because Jen, when when I saw Jen and Adam in those, yeah. in that, I was like, oh, man, she rocks. Like, she... Yeah, dude. Honestly, like, <laughs> when you see the movie, I guess when this comes out, you'll already have saw, yep. seen it. But mm-hmm. that joke where that, that got her into the driver's seat is, like, something that me and my assistant came up with and it's just Mm -hmm. such a heater and it empowers her and she's driving and she looks so fucking good driving and she just kicks so much ass i want to make her an action star so bad (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm just like i mean that's that's the next one (laughs) dude she would she she crushes she's the best well in uh in murder mystery 2 gimme jimmy uh, she's gonna be back doing yeah. a lot, of, doing a lot of action sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you talk about that? I'm always curious about that last day of shooting. Uh, and you've done this so much now. Like when you rap on something, do you uh, do you kind of start to let your guard down a little bit more and start to be like, well, fuck, uh, hit me up. What are you doing? Like and try to make plans, or you just kind of stay professional about it and be like, this was fucking dope. Hopefully, we do it again. Um, have a bomb ass summer sign their, <laughs> yeah. sign their yearbook to their yeah. face you know what i'm saying like or do you uh you know what i'm saying or do, it was or a lot s- of that yeah. it was a lot of like have a nice summer see you whenever we get planted together again mm-hmm. you know what i mean with a lot of the crew and stuff like that um because it was definitely appeal which is like uh an intense shoot you know it mm-hmm. was like we were grinding we were grinding really hard to yeah get it done my it, instincts would be like yo sandman like when we get back like let's get a weekly b-ball game like what are you doing for the yeah, finals yeah. like mm-hmm. let's i don't want this friendship to end but you're also <laughs> right. i wanted to build in fact you know well we just finished working together you know what i mean so basically like we just finished that process in our relationship and i mean he's the best i truly consider him a friend now you know uh of course still hero and legend and walking icon yeah but like you know that has to be weird like it never obviously you you become more comfortable and your relationship grows through through working together but I'm, I'm sure still if you get a text and it says on your phone adam sandler you're just like what the fuck? yeah dude well i mean it's like when you know brad was a fan of mine for a long time and then when Huge he first fan. came over here he I saw had, all my i had locks of his hair locks of my hair <laughs> he'd been to universal studios and see me as wolverine he saw the vhs of me oh as the cowardly God. lion in the wizard of oz and that's Park what my Elementary. Fan, I, I had locks of his ass hair that takes a while to get wow, wow. That, you gotta go on ebay i gave him to him <laughs> early, <mean>. eBay. <laughs> early ebay <laughs> the dark ebay the dark ebay deep in dark the mouths. ebay dark there's ebay. a hold that you do not want to go on dark yeah. ebay yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that that that's what you rent right after Black Ice. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, because we talk about he plays music, so we talked about oh, jamming yeah. and stuff like that. There and I just was kind of like, you know, it, it felt like let's finish this project and see what's up, and like let the work speak for itself. Kind and the movie of does like, what it does. Yeah, and he's been he went straight from shooting the movie to making the Safdie Brothers project called uh, 
uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a Diamond District movie where he. Oh, it's gonna be That's, dope! Like he sent me like pictures of him in character, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, always, I'm always <laughs> really. Oh yeah, that, it's always insane. Oh yeah, he me. went weirder than he went yeah. like into a cooler, crazier spot, more dramatic space, and now he's like coming back yeah that's Fuck. all that, that, that's always so insane Safety to me brothers. That, yeah. that you can have a guy uh who is like an m sandler who just is insanely successful has all has all the money in the world just finished this great project and then his immediate thing is well now i gotta go on the next one <clears throat> and it was a it was a small independent film wow it was like something where i know he was like subsidizing his costs and stuff it was that small where so, production wasn't paying for it so, yeah so he so he, he goes and gives to the time. art yeah he yeah. goes and gives to the art like that's the thing about adam is he's an artist you know he just is mm-hmm. like what he did with his stand-up special was revolutionary and i couldn't when i saw it i could not believe that people had not done it yet yeah you know that they hadn't taken and like broken time down like that and sure switched with time and place and jokes and yeah and I mean, played with that editorially yeah the close <clears throat> i mean the <clears throat> closest thing would be chris rock's kill the messenger but that was like but one timeline exactly through the whole thing exactly he approached this like a skate video approaches their clips where it's like i'm gonna go out and go get a trick real quick so yeah. come out and film me right and then you know at the end of the year it, i know he shot that thing for two years at the end Crazy. of the two years he puts it all together in a way that just shows almost like travelogue style, you know, almost yeah. like this is where I've been. This is what I've been doing. Right. You didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what I've been and up to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless you like, saw how does Adam Sandler go so deep undercover like that? You know, it, 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 that, that, that also boggled my mind because especially in this time of social media, you just assume that everyone's going to be filming and shooting and like going like, hey, Adam just did this great. It's not like, how did we not know about the Chris Farley song before the Chris Farley song came out? Right. That's ma- that's madness to me. That, yeah. That 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 didn't go viral in in some way, and that's just a tribute to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you had to look back at like, was there one particular movie that you saw growing up where you're like, that's that's the film I want to make one day? You know, I think I did look at a lot of. Spielberg's movies Mm -hmm. like that's definitely what I want to make and then after that it was like looking at Die Hard and stuff like that which is why like you know Game Over Man happened Yeah. yeah but like this one I was clicking into kind of like you know that um Raiders of the Lost Ark adventure kind Mm -hmm. of like Indiana Jones type adventure film I used to love those movies man yeah like and, and, Even Hook, Hook was one of those films. And, and it's there's just like something about there. yeah, and there's something about like you say going going to these locations. Yeah, that there's some like there, there's something that just can't be recreated in a soundstage. There's something where it's like you have to go, you ha- you have to go, you have to be shooting in these locations. So you see the vastness, you see the natural beauty, you see everything that is that location. And it really, I think like the location can sometimes be a, a character in itself. Yeah, it can. And I think if you're making it on a soundstage, it's going to inherently become, like, tougher to ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be tougher to ground, even, mm-hmm. even if it's just in performance, because they're not in the environment. They're not breathing the air. Right. Exactly. You know, so, like, grounding is, yeah. yeah. How, was the, uh, how was the weed in, in, uh, in Italy? It, in Italy? Yeah. Non-existent, man. What? 
Yeah, they just had CBD. How did you not shut down production? CBD. I had my vape. I I vaped all summer last year. That's what it was. It was like, it was a lot of vaping because I didn't. I was traveling so much too, so Mm. I was just throwing it in my like, you know, in my pocket. So great to travel with. Yeah, separated back. I was always worried about Germany, but nothing happened in Germany. Why? I don't know. They said Germany is really tough. So you're 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 a brave man with just drugs in general or just on Jews. Uh, oh god fuck yeah no yeah. i think they're fine now <laughs> right. which one <laughs> i think on, i think the on jews one but yeah, yeah i was traveling around with a vape that's what i was doing yeah. and it was it was very helpful for me because there was definitely a lot of anxiety making a movie of this size like just sure. walking, yeah dude just walking into the stages and seeing like the sets and how they were being built and it was just like this level of craftsmanship is far and away uh greater than I've ever seen and having to like make my mind jump that gap into this next level as fast and as quickly as I can and make it look like I'm not even processing that. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so You just You just saying that makes you want to toke right now just to be like, I need to chill. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it gets wild. Did you pep talk yourself like on the flight over? Like that to me, like once you boarded the, the flight here in LA, and went over to be there for how many months? Um, I was working on the movie for like four or five months total. Right. Yeah. So like, and that was like I did the trip like around the world three right. times. Yep. Jeez. And then my wife joined me and in Montreal, and we kind of stayed in Montreal for twenty five days, and mm-hmm. then moved all of our shit to Italy, and then was in Italy for another like twenty twenty two or twenty four days, something like that. It was like a fifty day shoot. Wow, maybe something a little bit longer than that. But that and that was yeah, because we had like a week hiatus to get used to like the time zone and shit. Like, because <laughs> we had to. Are you? Are like you four days? Four are you days. over prepping though? Like on that initial flight, are you like, all right, oh, let me just chill out, or am I dude, reading I, the script every flight just to? I'm make... over prepping always, dude, and it's like kind of like a bummer because I draw so many pictures that don't end up being in the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm getting into the art of the film yeah. and getting yeah. into like the framing and the shape of it and all that. So it's like, I'm always bummed when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this shot. Uh, that scene's not in the movie anymore. I want to do this <laughs> shot. Oh no, that character's hey, fucking man, gone. I got to do that. <laughs> especially for a project like this, you'd rather be overprepared and then yeah. stuff goes away. Then, then, then they go, all right, we're setting up for this shot. And you're like, wait, what dude, this was, <laughs> what a, shot? <laughs> this was like a dream job, you yeah. know, like, like truly I was like pinching myself all the time mm-hmm. because it's like, I just remember being in like seventh grade and like, there was like a Hollywood dance, Hollywood themed dance. Mm-hmm. And there were all these like black and white pictures of like stars or like directors sitting in director's chairs and producers. And it Fuck. kind of was like on set still photography. And at the end of the night, I just like grabbed a bunch of them. Like I was like, but I didn't grab any of them with the stars. I grabbed all the behind the scenes shit. Like no stars, way. Yeah, like Starship Troopers behind the scenes. There you go. I went home and I put like fucking, like probably 25 of these things up on my wall, like right above my dresser. And every day, like all through high school, I was like looking at these people through still images, imagining being like, wow, and learning 
the very basics of like editing and filming at that point too. So the way teen girls would have like, you know, half naked pictures of Leo and Kirk Cameron, you had the behind the scenes of Starship Troopers. I had Danny DeVito producing Starship Troopers, which he blew my mind. It? Shut the Wait, fuck what? up. Wait, what? Shut mind. up. That's one of my favorite movies, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that He's movie. He's got his hands in a lot of things, you know? And so I was like starting to open up where I'm like, "Wait, what?" And then, you know, like probably five years later, six years later, I found myself at film school, still kind of grinding. Mm-hmm. And so this, this job, it was like, and we just had the premiere. And I mean, I wore a tuxedo to the premiere. Yeah, talk about the premiere, by the way. Because oh, Game Over Man premiere was epic. But like this one was... Here's like... The you t- away from, you know, like not attached to... The, like that was all like you guys together, right? And so yeah. this is kind of like you at the helm. This was a That's solo... Different. This was a solo... Uh, venture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it was wild, man, because basically, like, you know, the the, the carpet was crazy. Lots of people there. The, it's a lot a Sandler of the, premiere, too, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, Sandler drives up in his own car. Fuck yeah, dude. So no I'm, dress, I'm dressed in a tuxedo. Yeah. I get all nice. Me and my wife get all nice. Yeah. And I'm like, because I dressed up, I, I looked up director premiere and I saw Steven Spielberg in a tux. And I'm like, I'm just going to wear my tux I got married in. That's what's there you up. Go. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm the director of a giant movie. I'm going to. Yes. I'm going to look the part. Yes, you know, yeah, that's what's up. This is partly like what I got to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like when, when people go like, who is this new, quote, you know, new, but <laughs> yeah, obviously right. you've been doing this forever, but like, who, who is this new director? You don't want to be like, oh, the guy in uh, cargo shorts and Crocs. Exactly. That you want to be like, that's the guy who embodies like the golden that's age of Hollywood yeah. and he wants to kind of bring that back. That's what I want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we get dropped off in our car because we're being all fancy that night. And I get like a little bit down the red carpet and I hear the crowd be like, yeah. And I look over and I see there's Adam in his silver sedan and he's like getting out in like his track suit and like <laughs> cargo pants and polo, unbuttoned polo. And I was like, whoa. Like he just <laughs> but, looked at like he like you, you, you guys made it a whole thing. And he kind of just looked at his wife like, hold on, I got to go do that thing. Exactly. Exactly. And he pulls go up that, in his. Own, I gotta go do that premiere over here. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. pulls up in his own premiere and then spends like twenty minutes with the fans, which was so incredible. Mm-hmm. Like just over there, shaking hands, signing autographs, doing his thing, and then yeah. hits the red carpet, and then like Jen shows up. So at, at but at that, and then the crowd goes wild again. Sure. And it's like insane. They and, there's something about like seeing back to back. You know, stars of that magnitude that I'm sure, like, for those fans are just like, fucking, what is happening? And, like, you, 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 um, I don't know, you feed off that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, going into the premiere, did you, did you think, like, oh, this is going to be a fucking, the movie's going to get received well? Like, the energy's. I mean, we had already tested it a lot yeah. with mm-hmm. audiences. So I kind of was very, I was very, uh, uh, confident in the film itself. You know, I, I was pretty, like, this thing's gonna play well. I I, I kind of knew that that was gonna happen. You had a lot of family and uh, and friends there. Yeah, my yeah. mom, my dad, my brothers. What they think? Oh, they loved it. Yeah, my Perfect. mom was sitting right next to me, and when my name comes on at the end, she goes. <gasps> She just yeah. saw my name and she went, oh. oh my <laughs> and I was God. like, wow, that's a beautiful mom, moment. It's amazing. That's awesome. It was. It was cool, man. It was really cool. It was because they've been there since I was yeah. pinning those pictures up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holy shit. Was there anybody at the premiere that came up to you that you hadn't met that was just a, uh, you know? I mean, it was just more um, kindling of friendships from the movie. Cool. You know, like. I think it was more, I spent more time like 
kind of kindling the friendships yeah. a little bit, you know? Like I spent yeah. a lot of time talking with Jillian because I haven't seen her in a minute. Nice. Yeah, a lot of time talking with Luis, who's in the movie, yeah. plays a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's just the best. Well, it's just a it's just a really great uh, film. It looks amazing. Uh, Adam saw it last night. He immediately sent me an email like, "Holy shit, it's a great <laughs> movie!" So I was obviously happy to read that. Very very excited to see it. And what was uh, it like talking to a film? Yeah. Uh, the film school. Oh, that's chill. Yeah, you've done yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. Those kids chill. are like, I mean, you saw the, them just wide eyed, big questions. Like they were fucking fired up, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope. I hope with this movie, I really hope the same thing that I hoped with Game Over, man, is like, you know, back to the whole like, is a movie a movie, mm-hmm. even when it's made for the internet? <laughs> yes, it <laughs> like, is. Like, it is a movie. It yes. absolutely is a movie. The, then my process has been the same as any movie director's, where yeah. I, I do my work in really nice edit bays and awesome theaters, you know? So I'm, I'm thinking about the movie theater and the home theater system while I'm doing it and the size and scope of people's 80-inch televisions. Sure. You know? So I hope that this is something that people gather around the television for and enjoy it as a, as a group because it is very fun to, you know, be with people while watching this film yeah. because yeah. you want to hear how other people are having the same excitement as you. Um, so I hope people like have little parties, you know, have some <laughs> gather around and like have your murder mystery parties. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. dresses a different character. Exactly. Come you in, can, uh, come in in your race car. I mean, totally. You <laughs> could absolutely do a murder mystery themed party with this movie after you watch Fuck it. It yeah. would be so dope. Just please don't go as like the guy on the boat who is like the who is like the African king. If you're not. A black person. I don't want to. Well, hear. hold on a second. You're I don't no want to see Buzzkill. I don't want to see the photos. It's not going to go well for you. It's oh, never man. worked. Uh, but I want to play John Connie. He's the best. He's the best. I love that dude. I do want to know: Was there more anxiety doing this film? And again, uh, go get it right now, streaming on Netflix. Um, was there more anxiety making this film or playing me in ping pong? Dude. And that's a real question. That is a very good question because, I mean, I had to make this film for longer than playing you in ping pong. (laughs) Slightly, slightly. But if I have to go to the exact moments and pinpoint like the hardest part of the film and the hardest part of the match, I'm going to absolutely say the film. But but playing you at ping pong was something. It was. It was something. It was something. (laughs) Look, there was, um, I think there were a lot of emotions on both sides of the table. Sure. Um, you know, stakes were high, uh, it was it was, brains were high. Um, oh, yeah. for those of you who don't, who don't know, um, Cash Production Company, Wonk Studios, uh, has gotten a live streaming ping pong celebrity ping pong uh tournament going. That's right. Uh, that's going to um just keep on building. And the initial match was uh, myself versus Kyle Nuchek. Um, look, did I win? That's neither here nor there. I did, but uh, but best out of three, and it was a it was a grudge match. It, it was, was the match you match. wanted in your opening round of launching this uh, for the world, right? Right. Except we did do two before you. 
That's right. So let's take it back. And I guess I just felt like I was I was told I was the initial opening uh, ceremony uh, match. Um, who were the two before? It was me versus Thomas Kellogg in there the very backdoor pilot. There we go. And then, <laughs> Ours was the first like stream with shit talking and press conferences. No, then it was me and Rab himself of God damn Jackass it. fame. Yep. And then it was me as a champion, reigning champ. That's right. You. Okay. That that makes more sense. And then. You fucking stomped my ass. I won pretty handedly. <laughs> like he it was close. It was best stomped. out of three. Adam took the fucking belt from me, man. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a sad moment in my ping pong <laughs> career. I don't care if you're if you're the world's heavyweight champion in boxing. I don't care if you're the world's heavyweight champion in parcheesi or, or or ping pong. You have that moment where you have to give up the belt. That was so weird. I've had, I've had moments in my fantasy football league where I have to give the trophy to the next guy. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I, I will kill your family. Like, yes, it, 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 it's, it's, really, hard, it's heartbreaking. It really is a sting to the old ego. It yeah. really you is. Know? And he took the belt from me. Danced around. Danced Sammy, around. Sammy Danto was... played my coach, Danny Doritos. <laughs> yeah, he's the uh, best. And uh, it felt good. And then I got to play Steve-O in a uh, follow-up. Mm-hmm. Maintain the belt match. Yep. And then and Adam smoked Steve O, right? No. Unfortunately, let, no. Uh, Steve O really fucking. <laughs> Sober Steve O is really good at ping pong. Oh, yeah. He, at no point, I was like, oh, maybe he'll put it up his ass. Or, you know, nope. This guy was focused. In fact, he, in fact, he did. He put the paddle up his ass, jumped, turned around, slammed, got the point. That's <laughs> how good done Steve O is. I would have bowed down. How, that's how good Steve O is. I'll say pong. this. I uh, love oh. it's ping pong's one of my favorite things in the world. Me too. And the. Uh, Getting to play, like, it's always, I think there's always a competitive spirit with mm-hmm. uh, with playing a game like that. Like, even if you are just rallying, at a certain point, you do play. But this was lights, cameras, yeah. streaming, YouTube comments, Audience. haters, players, <laughs> right. player haters, hater players, yeah. kids, babies. There was fucking lots going on. Weed, booze. I got a coach who's doing Danny DeVito impressions. Commentating. Commentating. Yeah, like- it was so much that like I'm sweating and getting so into it and so much so that like I'm listening to the commentating and it's funny and it's making me laugh and then I'm but then I started to get angry because it was so funny and yeah. was fucking penetrating my my yeah, eardrum you're, you're blaming them and yeah. I was I was like shut the fuck up you're I'm too funny yeah <laughs> and and Steve was locked in and he was talking shit and he was I think he did an Instagram live right before the last point which yeah, was like dude. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just to get this last shot in yeah all, all I'm going to say Man. is but that... Uh, Wonk Studios Wood, uh, yeah. YouTube, where people go to, to keep... To- yeah, yo, yeah, you come come on out to youtube.com slash Wonk Studios. Yeah. It's Tuesday nights. We're going live. But the ping pong thing is few and far between. Yeah. But like, well, not... We're doing the next one on, on 6 nine, seven, nine, Great. July 9th. Great. And okay. it's Steve-O versus Machine Gun Kelly. Holy oh shit. shit! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. So Steve-O called out, called everybody out. Machine Gun Kelly was like, "All right, I'm f- fucking sign me up." And then, <laughs> yeah. and then we were like, go. "For real, dude? You want to do yeah. this?" And he's like, "Hell yeah! I'm gonna whoop his ass." Steve-O's a great guy to hold the belt for a minute because he can really pull in some, uh, yeah, some heavy hitters like that. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's good, and he like really cares. He's 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 a great champ so far. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, a great champion. He's really <laughs> listen, Kyle. All I'm saying is that is that in a future match, you have me versus Wee Man I love for it. the oh. for the dwarf ping pong championship belt, which is actually just a bracelet. <laughs> oh, I love that. And we go at it. I think is the table smaller? I mean, it, you know what? No, see that. See, see, it's a table tennis table. We're playing actual tennis. 
on the table tennis table. So we'll no, so I mean, so we'll be running around on the table. I'm down to set that match up, bro. Let's do it. I'm going to start doing undercard events. I mean, yes, that 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 is an undercard that I would happy that that'd be honored to be a part of. Let's do it, man. That'd and, be cool. And I've tried to challenge Wee Man to a UFC fight. He, he, he won't take it. Right. So I think that we can finally settle this thing about who's the top dwarf. Dinklage is done. Game of Thrones is over. He'll be so. the one that stomps out after game two. I've got next. <laughs> and like, whoa, how'd they get Dinklage? You, uh, dude, that would all, be fucked. That would break the, the internet. Yeah, all of a sudden, the wrestling commentator, Jim Ross, comes out. Good God almighty. Yeah. That's, that's Dinklage's music. <laughs> exactly, dude. As God is my witness, there are three dwarves in the building. That's, that is what we're, I'm hoping it can get to that level sure. at some point And like, you know, it's it's and we're letting it grow very organically Steph, right Steph now. Steph Curry is doing competitive miniature golf, which is an idea that Adam and I had beforehand. Whatever. Um, oh, not wow. not oh, yeah, not bitter about Called that. Called put up or shut up. Yeah, is that what he calls it? That's that's in the slogan. Like Rob Riggles, it's like they're like it's like ABC. It, Rob Riggle, holy moly, put up or shut up, and all new. And we were like, no, like, that's our thing. I mean, look, but you know. Whatever. Hey, man. We're, what the hell We're not bitter. Riggle beat us to we're the punch. We're not bitter. But who beaten knows? By, beaten by Riggle. Beaten by Riggle. So, Maybe Steph Curry, too. So, I mean, I mean all, only the best have been beaten by Steph Curry, so it's really yeah. an honor. Yeah. I mean... So yeah, so we no, are. I mean, it kind of sucks for you guys. It's a good idea. Don't get me wrong. I'm down. I would be down to live stream that shit. That'd yeah, be so cool. Basketball, you know. Well, we're that's what that's what's so fun is we're like now thinking about live shows. Like, what are we doing live yes. on Tuesday? I mean, well, you had to go live on Tuesday every week. I saw you had. Was it Lexi Pantera did something? She's coming on. Yeah. Boy. So yeah, she's a two weeks. She is. Um. She she looks like a lot of fun. But uh, <laughs> she, I drunkenly DM'd her about. I want to say four or five years ago. Look, I've drunkenly DM'd a handful of people. <laughs> Katy Perry being one of them. Right. Right. Uh, right. No response. Didn't yeah. even get a scene. The message would have taken that. Would have loved that. She just saw it. <laughs> Adam has drunkenly DM'd me to drunkenly DM Katy Perry. That's how far. Well, that's how. To get that's, after Katy Perry. Huh? But, uh, uh, that's but I got I got real uh, juiced up for you for the uh, the Lexi uh, appearance because that's she's got a huge following. That's getting eyeballs. You yeah, know? that's gonna be really cool. Yeah. It's 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 and that's for the music part. That's like our music television yeah. thing that we're doing called Fade TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it's like. We're we're really trying to give great sound live through the internet. You know, that's pretty much the, yeah, that's the goal. All right. Well, that's I, I was like, who's Lexi Pantera? And I just looked her up on Instagram and I go, I've probably drunkenly DM'd her as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would not be surprised. Yeah, oh, she's like she's like doing some music. Yeah, uh, she's got some song that got real popular called like um, I'm giving you the peace sign or something. Okay, yeah, which yeah. I think you know is like an anthem to girls being like, you know, I'm. I'm out. Like, I'm out. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. Like, if the dude's being shady or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I'm giving you the peace sign. Good. I yeah. haven't listened. To, you know, I look. Have He's I, have I looked a up a couple her, hundred thousand. Have times. I looked up her old backstory? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Has we, he has he written Lexi Pantera fan fiction? Am Maybe. I trying to play her okay. dad in the Lifetime original movie Lexi right, Pantera? So yeah. TK, if you're listening, take these two off <laughs> the evite to come out. Too late. Already RSVP. <laughs> off the evite. They That's right. Come to Fade TV that. 
night. All right. Our we'll, pictures are outside the door. Yeah, do not we'll let be them there. Here. We're going to get served, aren't we? We're going to get served. Yeah, Mine's outside it. the door. Brad's outside the doggy door. It's exactly. like, don't let these guys walk or crawl in. Got to make sure Brad sees this. Put this lower. There we go. Uh, yeah, you got to play at some point. We'll figure that oh, out. Oh, well, yeah, we'll I'm, do it. I'm, I'm throwing the challenge out to Wee Man. That's right. Oh, it happens it here. This is it. This yeah. is an official challenge. It is. right. Throw throw Throwing down the gauntlet because there there's only room. I'm going to go full Macho Man. There's only room at the top for one dwarf. <laughs> one dwarf. There's a lot of room, but uh, and we don't take up much. <laughs> But only room at the top for one door. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I'm telling God. you right now, wee man. You come out. You come out to Wonk Studios for a ping pong championship. The ball is in your court, wee man. I'm down for the challenge. You can't scare me, wee man. This is it. You heard it here first, everyone. This is the official call out to yep. wee man. Come with your boy, Steve-O. Steve-O's going to be there. Yeah. Already. Get there. Have him do his cartwheel, paddle in the butt, smash trick. Yeah, it's what be do you great. think? What do you think? It's a one game grudge match. One game grudge match. Yeah, I think one so. game. Yeah. In order one to, game to 21. In order to be the man, you got to beat the man. Maybe this and follows I'm up the Steve O match. Yeah. It's a great idea on 7 9. Right. No, it's going to open up. It's going to wow. open up the Steve O machine gun That's Kelly match. That's a fucking great idea, dude. We man. Accepts if you can get out of your van that you're living in. <laughs> oh shit! I That's not even an exaggeration. Nope, that's just the truth. He's living in a van. It's his choice, but he's living in a van <laughs> Dude, by I, the river. Sometimes it's a dope van. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah, dope yeah, van. I know it's yeah, legit. I really like if you think that's about I was, it. I was like Stevo. I saw Stevo call out Wee Man. Like my van's better. Sorry, Wee Man. I got the best one. But I'm like Stevo. You live in a house. Yeah. So yours is just like a camping video, like yeah. a camping van. We, we man, li- he lives. He, he lives in a van. He that's, gave up the house. He gave up the house, li- li- lives in a van. People are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And it's like, well, it's a van, but to us, it's like a tiny house nation. Okay, like it, it, there's there's floors. It, right. Like for him, it's like a duplex van. It's dope. Okay? There's like a it's shower. Dope. There's a hella cool kitchen. Yeah. Like a radical, like it's, enough storage for food. It comfy works. Bed. Right, it's it works happening. out. Yeah, it's so, happening. Let's oh, start start making some flyers and, and blasting them out and calling. No, them out. No, this is cool. I'm yeah. down for this to be an official call out. I'm Fuck down listen. to add it as an. That's undercard. an amazing night, dude. If that for opens, us, it's, for yeah. us, it's not exactly flyers. It's more like pamphlets. <laughs> All right, but I'm calling you out, Wee Man. Man, I've have you ever met Wee Man? Oh, he's, we had him on the podcast. Yeah, I've never met. I've we're never boys. Met Wee we're man. boys. I'll, we're boys. I'll Wee text Man, him. come on out. I just want to meet you, dude. I'm a big <laughs> fan. He's dope, dude. Yeah, yeah. Had Brad and Wee Man together. When we mended the podcast in my old place, and I don't know if you've just sat at a table on the receiving end of uh, two dwarf energies coming at you right, right, to right. argue a, a two point. Two dwarf stare down. Two dwarf stare downs, and at one point I just go, I said something, and then I go, uh, uh, and then and then I go, I gotta be honest, both you guys looking at me coming at me right now is really taking me back. He's coming out of places I didn't know it could come from, and we man goes, yeah, man, now you know how it feels. And Brad goes, you're in our world now, and I was like, oh god, it legitimately was like kind of terrifying, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're and, boys, though, man. It's it yeah. was. Uh, I'll text them. That would be fucking. That would be that would be really fun, man. Really. It's it's gonna fun. happen. It's gonna happen. Oh man, that's great. Okay, cool. 
It's probably going to start at 7.30 instead of 8 now. There you go. <laughs> hey, go watch it. Murder Mystery on Netflix. You've already seen it, but, wa- but watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Throw your parties. Enjoy enjoy the film. Well, yeah, hopefully this airs. Wait, when is this going to air? Monday. Yeah, Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. fucking great. Plenty so we just out. can really be an official call. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, this is beautiful. And we'll take... Um, oh, it's official. And <laughs> yeah, we'll take the audio and we'll make a little thing with it, too. A little... Um, yeah, just know, send it this way and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll Fuck make yeah. one, too. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah everything is. you just did, I think, is a perfect take that audio for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's happening, Get some pictures man. side by side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most fun is when you start, like, beefing at each other over Instagram. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. Like, People get yeah. into it. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, cool. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> all right, fuck yeah. Um, all right, Murder Mystery, stream it now. You crush it, dude. Hey, you fucking you. crush yeah. it, dude. Great yeah. film. It was thank like, you. Uh, you know, I got real, uh, real proud for you. Hey, yeah. thank you. Yeah, you crushed it. Um, and at Cal Newcheck on Insta and yep, Twitter. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, go, and then go back if you haven't seen it and watch Game Over, man. Yeah, watch dude, wet your palate and, and watch. Make an it a new check night. This scene. is the thing that I'm like the most afraid of, though. Is like what? families check out uh, Murder Mystery and they're like, oh. that was great. Who's this new director? What oh, else here's is he done? One. Oh. Game Over, man. Scene one. Oh my God, <laughs> comes on your face. <laughs> That thing is filled with jizz. Oh, he's eating it. Bro, you have such big loads. At least, and then it's like, at least we're not seeing an actual male pe- Oh, God! There it is! For minutes on end! It doesn't go away! That's his butthole! Oh! <laughs> it's like, they fucking blew up the dog? What? Now he's eating his butthole? <laughs> for the sake of comedy man <laughs> oh man yeah. you know i love it you i did it i love it, it. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's fucking a man that life shit rules. is such a fun movie <laughs> life rules you rule um go watch it and um and we'll see you on the ninth yeah. awesome that's right we'll see you on the ping pong table <laughs> we man oh yeah dude celebrity <laughs> ping pong it's it just down. got better man <laughs> yes good night everybody good night subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet.
Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Man, what's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.